love. How you doing? I hope you're well. And welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. Today, I would like to shed light on our thought life. I can personally say that, honey, my thoughts are all over the place most days. Of course, I would love to believe that I have powerful and positive thoughts all day, every day, (laughs) 24-7. But actually, I'm human. Therefore, it's easy for to dwell on the negative when life is hard and disappointing or even painful. Like the other day, I was truly missing one of my closest friends who passed away. And my thoughts were spiraling. And guess what happened? I did not want to get out of the bed. But what I appreciated most was one of my other friends knew exactly what to do. She asked me to share something funny that they would say. And I began to share how he would say my name. <laughs> and by the end, we were laughing so hard. I was, I was able to get up and get moving and start my day. See, she helped me shift my thoughts from a place of sadness and grief to laughter and energy. And I even decided to exercise with my nieces on my lunch break. Now, of course, sometimes I do want to just stay in the bed and I do and just have my moment, which is completely fine. But you know what? There are days that I need to get my behind up and move. And what I learned In that moment and was reminded in that moment is that our thoughts are powerful, regardless of what kind of thoughts there are. Imagine someone were to keep a record of the thoughts that go through your mind. Let's say we just wanted to look at your thoughts of what happened for the past week. What patterns would emerge? What things did you think about? See, these are important questions because in order to experience God's peace in our lives, we need to exclude certain things from our thinking and we need to contemplate other things instead. So what are we supposed to be thinking about? Well, when I looked up in the message Bible, it said, summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best By filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. See, when I read those words, we are given instruction, not saying you're not going to have some moments where You think about the worst, but am I going to fill my mind up with that? See, it's one thing to have a couple of drops of the worst and the ugly, but it's a whole nother thing when you got a whole barrel full of the worst and the ugly. See, we are responsible for the kind of thoughts we have. Our thoughts, our habit of thought is something that we develop and feed The way we think is similar to the way we enjoy food. Because like the first time I tasted Brussels sprouts, I thought they were awful. Oh my God, they were the worst thing since sliced bread. I was like, what is this? However, 
Now I absolutely love them. Now it could have been because my mama didn't know how to cook them. And I understood that they were like little small cabbages, but that is not what they tasted like. And now, of course, the ones I cook taste better than any restaurant. But my point is, I developed a taste for them. Those verses that I just read encourage us to acquire a taste for good thinking. We are challenged to think about what is true and honorable and pure and lovely and excellent and worthy of praise. See, this becomes a filter to help us see how we currently think and move toward a better way of thinking. How we think will ultimately determine how we act. And when I say filter, I mean filter everything you see and hear. Even when we watch movies and theater and TikTok and Facebook and the news, these things are often promoting certain values and behaviors that we don't quickly see because we consider them entertainment. And we think that they're neutral, but they're so far from it. We have to use something called critical thinking. You know, I think it's a lost art, but critical thinking requires that you ask questions. And reason we need to ask questions because sometimes we're thinking about things and we think a certain way and we don't even know why we think that way. You may have heard the story of the woman who always cut off the ends of the beef roast before cooking it. Her husband didn't understand all this waste, so he asked her, why are you doing that? And she said, I don't know. That's just the way my mama always did it. And the next time she was with her mom, she asked why she always cut off the ends of the roast before cooking it. And her mama said, I don't know. That's the way your grandmama always did it. And fortunately, grandmama was still around. So when grandmama was asked why she always cut off the ends of the roast, she responded, because it was the only way it could fit into the pan I had. (laughs) See, even our family and our friends influence us in ways we aren't aware of. They impact the way we think, the way we do things. So my question is, how do we become more conscious of what we're thinking? How do we change how we're thinking so that we can be more intentional? Because we realize that our thoughts are connected to our behavior. I just want you to think about it. How can we make this change? And I'm ready to talk about it right after the break. Welcome back, and let's jump right into it. So I asked you to think about how you could become more aware of your thoughts. The simple answer is to ask yourself, why do you think the way you do? If it is just the way you think, then take some time and try to understand and identify why you think that way. Where did that thought originally come from? Was it from a conversation from someone that influences your life? How did that thought enter into your mind and begin to resonate with and become a part of your being? I have often heard and said that we should think about what we're thinking about. And interestingly enough, this is not just a catchy quote, but it's a part of neuroscience. The concept is called metacognition which was coined in the 1970s, and it refers to thinking about thinking. 
and was introduced as a concept by John Flavel, who is typically seen as the founder scholar of this concept. Flavel said that metacognition is the knowledge you have of your own cognitive processes. It is your ability to control your thinking processes through strategies such as organizing, compartmentalizing, monitoring, and adapting. Basically, thinking is an important mental process. It helps to define your experiences, helps you to learn, reflect, and create. But sometimes our thinking may, for a variety of reasons, become, um, become unhelpful. And this has a negative impact on our well-being. Some negative types of thinking may include when our thinking dwells in the past to a level that it influences our ability to function in the present. You know, when it fear just kind of overwhelms you and it paralyzes you because you're continuously disqualifying yourself, telling yourself that you're not able to do it because someone said it in your past, or it's difficult for you to have new healthy relationships because in the past you had very toxic relationships. See, when our thinking is dwelling in the past, it impacts our present and our future. Also, when our thinking is constructed of language that is absolute in character and leaves little room for imagining a different future, that happens when you say, it's always going to be that way. I always have bad relationships. I always have problems with my health. I'm never going to feel any better. See, you are already dictating what your future is going to be and you're not opening yourself up to believe that you can have a healthy relationship you can be healed also when our thinking prevents us from recognizing our own strengths or the strengths of others it is very difficult to see the good in others when you cannot see the good in yourself it is a fascinating theory from neuroscience that we may have as many as 50,000 thoughts a day, or even 10,000 internal conversations. That means, yes, even if you're not talking to yourself out loud, you're talking to yourself in your thoughts. Isn't that a really high number? It is. And I think for women, it's probably higher than that. With that said, many of those thoughts are the same thought. Rumination refers to a thinking process whereby you go over and over again a particular thought or a dialogue that you've had with others. If this rumination continues for a set of time and then moves into creative reflection, it might lead to developing new ideas, but it also can create some negativity in your heart. What happens when you continually think the same negative thought and do not provide yourself a different light, it leads you down this path of bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment. It's really like a child who continues to think, I'm not smart. That behavior may very well change to reinforce their thinking. They may not strive to work because they'll continue to tell themselves they're not smart. So they think working will not change the outcome. Which explains why in one of my favorite movies, The Help, where the mother was verbally abusive to their daughter, the maid affirmed the girl by saying daily, you are smart, you are kind, you are important. 
And as I wrap up for today, I want to encourage you to think about what you're thinking about. Your thoughts have the propensity to shift your trajectory and change your life for the better. But it will only begin when you decide to truly ask yourself some real questions. How are you really doing? Why do you think the way you think? Why are those negative thoughts always the first that come to mind? And if you are concerned about your thoughts, please explore professional counseling if needed. I know I have. I also want to encourage you to fill up your minds with goodness. Just as Paul said in Philippians, summon it all up, friends. I'd say you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Yes, you have the ability to fill up your mind with some beautiful things, not from everyone else's story, but even from your own. And with that said, I'm not a maid, but I am here to help you. So I want you to remember and think on this. You are smart, you are kind, and you are important. Well, that's all I have time for today. And we'll pick up next week on Wednesday Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I show weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team. Captivate and music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining.